and welcome to another edition of the State Champs Power Play Podcast, a special quarterfinal preview. The podcast is presented by National Coney Island and is also brought to you by Northwestern Tech DHVAC School That Works. I'm Jonathan Kidd along with Sean Belizean. Sean, how are you today? And John, who's our special guest? John, it's a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to have this guy. He's done a tremendous job at Northville. Great coach, great guy, uh, has become a friend over the years, uh, Coach Robert, Clint Robert. Clint, thanks uh, for coming in, man. No, thanks for having me. This is great. Uh, I love what you guys are doing here. Um, and I want to personally say, and I'm sure I speak for, for most of the high school, all the high school hockey community, the coaches, what you guys have done the past, you know, half dozen years here uh, for the game, for our game, has been tremendous, just the exposure. And, and uh, we really appreciate what you're doing um, and look to, uh, forward to continuing the relationship with you guys. Before we get to the quarterfinals, we're going to talk about the regionals quick. In Division Three, De Detroit Country Day, they beat Flint Powers 2-0. Sam Avola is doing <laughs> it again. Red hot team, you know, and it's more than the goaltending right now. I think the team has, has come together. When you play at this level – and you don't lose for a couple months, you're doing something right. No, that, that's that's for sure, and, and uh, I, I agree. I think great goaltender, but uh, Frankie's a heck of a coach too. Yep. And what he's done at uh, DCD over the past eight, nine years is unbelievable. You look at where that program was when he took over. Um, I think they got a real legit shot this year. Uh, we played Flint Powers. They've got some firepower, and to shut them down to nothing is you know just a little microcosm of the season, but it kind of shows you the type of team DCD is, so I, I watch out for them. Does this remind you guys of 2014, Farmington, John Letheman, a goalie carrying a team to the Ooh. state championship? Man, when, when you get goaltending this time of year, I mean, there, there's so many things that can go wrong if you're the opposition. Guys start to think, they, they start to aim, and, and it really takes you off your game, Coach. Yeah, no, you can. You, you end up pressing a little bit. Uh, like you said, you start aiming. And, and with Letheman, as you mentioned, we played them quite a few times. What happens is you start pressing, next thing you know, Puck's coming back the other way at two-on-one, and boom, it's one nothing. Now you're pressing even more because you know who you're going up against, and I'm sure uh, teams that are playing DCD are, are kind of feeling that way right now. And up north, Hancock, they beat Calumet in the regional final 4 nothing, but earlier in the re pre-regional, they beat Houghton. Well, it's a shame that two quality teams got knocked off so early. I mean, Houghton getting knocked off, I mean, they might be the second-best team in Division Three, honestly, but uh, we've, we've talked so much about the seedings, we'll stick to the ice. Hancock's been the class all year, and uh, you know, one of the things that I've pointed out is their losses. I mean, they're, lo they're losing by a goal to some of the, the monsters in, in the state, so Clint, to me, they've been the team to beat all all year in Division Three, and, and I think going into this point of the playoff, I still feel that way. Yeah, I had a chance to watch them at uh, the MHL Showcase, and uh, very fast team, well-coached team. Uh, I, I agree. I think that they're probably the team to beat right now. Uh, again, just to piggyback on what you said, it is a shame, though, that uh, in the first couple weeks, teams like Houghton, Calumet are being knocked off, top teams playing, and, and I know you spoke about it before, um, and we'll, we'll try to stick to the ice, but... Uh, I'd love to see some seating happen here. Amen. In Division Two, we were all at the Livonia Stevenson Plymouth game last Tuesday. Stevenson came out three to two. Your guys' thoughts on the game? Uh, a classic. Uh, you know, I, I tweeted out that night. It was an instant classic. You know, yeah. that's something that you could sit back and watch again. The crowd was there. Everybody was there. Um, keeping with uh, one of the themes, I, I, my heart goes out to Plymouth because that's a team they could win Division Two. Yes. That's how good they are. So to to have that happen on the the eve of the playoffs. But listen, uh, Plymouth isn't going anywhere. Coach Vento isn't going anywhere. They're going to be back. 
You've seen them go like mm-hmm. this, Clint. You've had an up-close-and-personal uh, picture. But, you know, in the end, it was Bonet, it was Tragey, a little too much Spartans that night. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, you know, as far as Plymouth's concerned, uh, Coach Vento's done a, an amazing job there. We played him twice this year, and I, I told him after both games, I said, you know, you guys can win Division Two. Like, there's no doubt in my mind, you can win Division Two. Unfortunately, again, you've got, I think at the time, what number one versus number two, yeah. playing on the second night. Um, and, and you look at that, you know, we like you said, we went to the game, and we had to get there an hour early. Because there's a line and a crowd, and, and that's what's so great about I high school hockey. I got there at five thirty. Right, and, and they're lined up. <laughs> I was up watching already. the figure skating practice right. that was going on to get my spot in the middle of the it, stands. It's outstanding. I mean, that's what I love about our sport is just the the, the passion, the schools, and uh, but again, what a, what a shame that that had to be the first night. I mean, I, I think about that game maybe in a semifinal at USA Arena, and, and maybe you're selling the place out, and that's what we want. Um, and and I have confidence we'll get there. I think the people who make those decisions will will, will do the right thing, and 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 get us to that point. But as far as that game's concerned, I look at it, and that line with Chumley, that's probably arguably the top line we played against all year, one of the top lines I saw all year. And uh, to, to shut them down through the first two periods uh, the way Tragey did was unbelievable. They had uh, the scoring opportunities Plymouth had in that game. It was, I mean, it, you know, I, for it to be one nothing after two periods was was uh, was uh, a tribute to Trey. Not taking anything away from Livonia Stevenson's team, and then they kind of came out in the third period and kind of took over a little bit in that game. But what a great game! And uh, um, you know, Mitch, he's doing it again, right? Yeah, it's Mitchell. Yeah, kind <laughs> of like with Brian. Brian. Yeah, uh, we go down river. Trenton played Celine in the pre regional final. Trenton all out four nothing. They're on a roll right now. No surprise. You know, contrary to popular belief, as I wink at my friends from Trenton. Uh, our, I, bu- our buddy Keith. <laughs> yeah, hi. I've been high on this Trenton team all year. You no. know, I, I said uh, Trenton's back. Not that they went anywhere, but they're back as being one of the teams to beat in Division Two. And, you know, uh, tip of the cap to Celine. I, I think Foz did a, a tremendous job there. Uh, that's a program that you're going to keep an eye on. But Stevenson-Trenton, I think, to a lot of people that follow high school hockey, all's right with the world. Oh, it's perfect. I mean, and you look at Trenton and think about the job Chad's done. I know you joke that they're back, right? And, and, and what were they? They were number eight in the state for a couple of years. Now they're yeah. top five again in the state. Yeah. And, and what a shoes to fill. Oh. To have to come in and fill Turner's shoes like yeah. that. That's, Respect. I mean, unbelievable. So, so that in and of itself is, is a tough gig. And Chad's done a great job. Um, Foz at Celine, what a nice job he's done. They got a young team. And you're right, look out for them next year. Uh, you know, they're in the Final Four last year. And, uh, um, nice team. Foz done a nice job. But, boy, Stevenson, Trenton, when I saw that matchup and, and I saw it's that Yost here, that's one I'm going to have to make it out to in uh, um, part five. Yep. Part five part right five. now? We'll, uh, we'll hold off. We'll be talking about <laughs> yeah. that in a few minutes. Don't, don't get ahead of yourself there, Clint. You're watching and listening to the State Chance Power Play podcast. It's presented by National Coney Island, and it's also brought to you by Northwestern Tech DHVAC School that works in Division One, Brighton, again. Brighton, like Stad said a few weeks ago, it's Brighton. We picked Orchard Lake mm-hmm. St. Mary's to beat mm-hmm. Brighton in the regional final. Sean, we're going to say sorry. I'm going to look right in the camera. Brighton, I apologize. Uh, I picked against you again. You proved me wrong again. I'm never picking against you again until you play CC. But honestly, I mean, mad respect. The premier, and I mean no disrespect when I say this, but the premier public school program out there. I mean, they just keep getting the job done, Clint. So, so Brighton's a, a program that we look at. At Northville, and, and we say that's a pro, that's a team we want to become. Uh, the way everything they do on the ice, just the, they do all the little things, blocking shots, their wall play, uh, the way they back check. Uh, it, it's unbelievable. The job, I mean, you know, look at Paul; he's been there forever. 
Yeah. He's been there forever, and that Kivy's there, and Kivy's done a great job with Paul. And, and just it, it's funny because you look at some of these benches, there's four or five guys on the bench. And then you look at Brighton's bench, there's Kivy and Paul. Yeah. But they just keep winning state championships. Yeah, right. And uh, yeah, you never uh, never vote against uh, Brighton. Like mm-hmm. I, I always joke, I, I, I live in the area, and every time I get off the expressway, I've got to see the sign that says <laughs> Brighton State Champ. Bah, 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 and, and it's a reminder every year of what we're, we're uh, you know, hoping to get to. Lake Orion, Stad's a sleeper, beats my sleeper. Utica Eisenhower three to two in the pre-regional final. Then Dakota decides, you know what? We're going to return the favor. We they beat Lake Orion five to four in the pre-regional final. You know, in, I, in the regional final. I remember talking to Tom Markowski about this, and and, and wait a second, they, there's good hockey out there. That's yeah. a football conference. Yeah. Well, it's still a football conference. But it's becoming a hockey conference, too. I think it's great for the high school product that you, that you have some of the success out there. I think people know about Bob Hall. I think people are starting to uh, you know, realize what Nick Field's doing. But, uh, hey, how about Dakota? I mean, that's a great story. Good for them. No, no, it is a good story. And we, we actually played them last year in the quarters. So, mm-hmm. so this is back-to-back years in the quarters for them. And so you can't sleep on them. Um, now, I, I was with Staz. Lake Orion was my sleeper to get to the Final Four. Nick's done a great job. Uh, I thought they'd get there. But Dakota can. That's why you play the games. And, and here they go. An upset on the west side of the state. Holland West Ottawa beats Granville two to one in the regional final. We all thought Granville was going to be there to play CC, but props yeah. to West Ottawa. You know, it's interesting. We we had West Ottawa on the state champs rankings um, uh, about a month ago. So Good people, plug. Thank Good plug. you. Uh, we were we were uh, you know I had some people talk them up, uh, but you're right. I I think Granville has been the measuring stick for so long, and you know, maybe they use that for a little uh, juice, if you will, to to get themselves amped up. Total props to West Ottawa yep. for getting it done. Yep. Oh, I'm sure out there, especially the west side of the state, and Granville's been been to USA Arena so many times now. I'm sure that that that's the team everyone's gunning for out there. They've got Granville's got the bullseye on their on their back, and you know, in a game like that, maybe where you're the underdog or Granville's the the favorite, as that game goes on and it's a one nothing game or a one goal game, the pressure gets greater on the favorite. And uh, props to West Ottawa, right? I mean, 50 seconds in overtime, I believe, right away. And, uh, you know, Joel's done such a great job there. And, and I thought that this – I thought, hey, this this seemed like his most talented team. I thought for sure they'd be back. But, uh, again, that's why you play the games, right? Yep. Good start to the Power Play podcast. Clint, are you having fun? Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to preview the quarterfinals here on the State Chance Power Play podcast presented by National Coney Island and brought to you by Northwestern Tech, the HVAC School That Works. Time starved? Budget starved? Just plain starved? Get to National Coney Island. Come in any time of the day for a great meal served the way you want it. Fast, fresh, friendly. At National Coney Island, you'll find some of the best specials in town. Something for every taste and appetite. All made with top quality ingredients, prepared to delicious perfection, and served up at a price that won't break the bank. Welcome to National Coney Island. When you graduate from Northwestern Tech, heating and cooling companies take notice. And getting noticed is nice, but even better when it comes with respect. With a demand for HVAC techs and the type of money you can make in this industry, skilled tradespeople are getting the respect that they deserve. Hands-on training, experienced instructors, and thousands of Northwestern Tech graduates. In just 10 and a half months, you can have the career and the respect you deserve. Northwestern Tech, the HVAC school that works. And welcome back to the Power Play Podcast presented by National Coney Island and is also brought to you by Northwestern Tech, DHVAC School That Works. I'm Jonathan Kidd along with Sean Belegian and Clint Robert from Northville Hockey. It's the quarterfinals time. 
Love it. Love. Uh, outstanding. You know, uh, to me, Division Two is so outstanding because, you know, you have the usual suspects on, on one side. You have Heartland. I think they become a usual. I think you have to give Force Hills NE a lot of credit. Mm-hmm. They become a, a usual suspect. Rice and Stevenson and Trenton. And then you have three teams that were intriguing this year. You know, we had Midland Dow ranked at one point in time. The Flivers have been ranked uh, the, the past couple of months. Davison is another team that we, we caught an eye on. So, you know, when you have the usual suspects and you have some teams coming up there, I think all of these matchups, it, it's just good for the game to, to see that kind of mix, Clint. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's intriguing. It's, it's always fun to see new teams there. And, and uh, you know, with our team last year getting there for the first time since, I think, 04, it, it's great for the, the community, for these communities, and it's, it's exciting. Um, it, it's something everybody should get a, an opportunity to do, hopefully. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's uh, again, though, for the new teams, you know, watch out for those teams, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you, you've got that bit of momentum that you haven't had in the past, and uh, I, I think it d- does uh, uh, afford some intriguing matchups. So tonight at 6 o'clock, up in Flint, Midland Dow against Heartland. What are you seeing in this matchup there, Sean? Well, you know what? Uh, I joked with Coach Gadwa he should thank the good Lord above that, that I didn't pick Heartland this year because I picked them the last two years. So now that I didn't pick them, that, that means that they might go win it all. But I think that um, Coach Gadwa and his staff – this might be their best job. When you think of all the losses that they had, and then they got so incredibly hot late in the season, Clint, I, I, this Heartland team is capable of beating anybody in Division Two. Oh, absolutely. We, we played Heartland. Uh, their speed, the way they move the puck, uh, great in the defensive zone. They shut us out 3 to nothing. Uh, Ricky does a great job there. Uh, I, I would not be surprised if they, if they end up winning it all this year. I, I definitely they're, – they're a pick of mine to at least make it to the finals. Me and Sean have Heartland beating Midland Dow uh, tonight. Kingsford, the Flivers, your favorite nickname. Love it. Uh, up against the defending state finalists from last year, Northern Eastern. What do you see in this matchup? Well, you know what? It's a flip a coin. I, I think, uh, as we've talked about for a while, the Flivers have done a, a fantastic job of, of navigating some of the tough teams up there, and, and I think they've been a good story. I think a little bit too much experience for uh, Forest Hills NE when all is said and done. You know, there are a lot of guys that were at – uh, USA Hockey Arena last year are there, and you saw them kick their schedule up this mm-hmm. year as well. They went out and played a bunch of the good boys. They got a good program out there, Clint. So, so Forest Hills Northeast, and, and to your point, the fact that they've been there, I think they kind of get what it takes to win in the playoffs. We played them uh, this year in the MHL Showcase, and shots were 11-11. to And they just shut you down, and they pack everything in the middle, keep to the outside, block shots, get pucks out. Um, it's just a real pretty game. Not a real pretty game they play, but it's, it's a, uh, the type of game you have to play in the playoffs. And, and uh, I, I like their team. I haven't seen much of Kingsford, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see another low-scoring game, just kind of the way Forest Hills North plays. And uh, um, they, they'd probably be my pick to win this game. I got the Flivers, and you got NE in this one. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to go back to Southeast Michigan. Davison, the Staz's sleeper, against Birmingham Brother Rice. Brother Rice, they are the defending state champs. They're another team that no one's talking about right now. It's like the Brighton thing. Brighton, but it's Brother Rice. Don't be shocked. I, I told people at the Plymouth-Stevenson game and in the Trenton-Saline game, like, watch out for Brother Rice. Don't be shocked they're in the, they're in the state championship game. Well, you know what's interesting? I, we, we chatted with Ben Zalegi last week, and, and, and I said to him, the road still has to go through Brother mm-hmm. Rice. This is a darn good Brother Rice team. And, you know, I think sometimes maybe we put – 
too much into perhaps some of the MIHL scores out there, but playing that schedule, as you know, playing a KLA schedule, uh, it, it just gets you ready for moments like this. They're the defending champs. Uh, this team is no slouch either. Yeah, you're, you're exactly right. Playing the MIHL schedule, playing the KLA schedule, um, every night is like a playoff game. You, 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 Any team can beat any team. And, and you look at Brother Rice, it is funny. It's like, they have kind of been forgotten about a little bit, Jonathan, but they are the defending <laughs> champs. Uh, you know, they took CC to overtime, right? I mean, this this is a good team, and and, and, and I wouldn't be surprised. Division two is a gauntlet. Oh, Just kind of thinking about it. I'm thinking about this team could win. This team so could, top. Boy, heavy. there there are there are four, five, six teams that yep. you know really have a real legit shot to win this thing. And the game that we feel like this is the best quarterfinal tonight. Trenton versus Livonia Stevenson out at Dios Ice Arena in Ann Arbor. The Trojan Pit against the Stevenson Blue Crew, the Battle of the Crowds. Wow, this is a flip a coin game. Can't wait to see the crowd out there at Yost Arena. And it's always so nice to get into venerable Yost. It, it, it really is. And um, what what a what a rivalry this has become. And, you know, not to mention all their playoff matchups, but seeing each other during the course of the year, it's turned into an incredible rivalry. No question about it. Clint, this goes back to your point. Uh, would Jaws drop if Trenton beat Stevenson? No. Nope. Uh, not, not at all. And uh, this is why, to me, this year, and I mean no disrespect to Division Three or your Division One. This was the one of intrigue to me because I, I didn't think that there was a clear-cut favorite. I think a lot of people may be looking at Stevenson as the favorite, but it's not like a clear-cut favorite. Trent can definitely win this game. Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, first of all, what a great matchup tonight, oh. right? I mean, like you said, at Yost Arena, how cool is that? But uh, uh, you, look, you look at Trenton and the history that they have, uh, the, the matchup with Stevenson the fifth time in, in you know, five, six so years yeah. here. Um, and it's a, it's a rivalry, but it's a rivalry built on respect, too. I, I yep. remember a few years ago, John, that we were talking earlier, uh, I think Stevenson won, maybe it was an overtime, and, 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 and Mitchell kind of had a pregame yeah, yeah. Toast almost to yeah, the Trenton game, program. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought I thought that was great, and uh, that's what it's all about, right? It's two teams are going to get at it at the end of the day, though. A lot of respect for each other. Uh, I can't wait for that game tonight. We'll be leaving here soon to get to that one. Sean, you have the Spartans. I have the Spartans. You know, I, my message to Trenton is prove us wrong. That's all I have to say. Yeah, it's it's. Listen, and I, I would hope that everybody could understand why you know you yeah. you take Stevenson. Stevenson knock him off during the course of the year. I think they were everybody's consensus number one heading into the playoff. But as we well know, it doesn't always work out that way in the playoffs. And an opportunity night for Trenton. Uh, jump now to Division Three on Wednesday night. Grand Rapids Catholic Central against Detroit Country Day out at Michigan State, the Mud Ice Arena. That should be uh, an intriguing game. I think uh, Mike Slobodnik has done such a tremendous job out there uh, with Catholic Central for so long. Again, DCD, they haven't lost in about two months now. Mm -hmm. And I think what you saw is, you know, I think it started with Sam Avola, their fine goaltender. And I think the rest of the team has, has kind of rallied around that. By all accounts, they're playing with a with with a, a confidence right now, and and I kind of like the Yellow Jackets in that one. Yeah, that's going to be an intriguing matchup. Uh, I think that's a matchup of goaltenders. GRCC's got a pretty darn good one themselves, and I think this could be one of those games where it's a two to one, one nothing game, but where you look at it and the shots are twenty seven, thirty or something. Where there's a lot of scoring opportunities, but just one of those good, low scoring, entertaining hockey games. Um, but I, I, I still I'm going to stand by. I like I like DCD. Up north, we have Hancock against Big Rapids. They're going to play this game up in Sault Ste. Marie. Big Rapids been in the finals before. Hancock, 
one of the favorites to get down to USA Hockey Arena. Your thoughts on the game? Great story. Tim Blaschel's done a good job with, with Big Rapids. Now, I haven't seen him yet. Everybody's talking about this goaltender up there. So, you know, uh, again, going back to a theme of today, a goaltender can change mm-hmm. everything. Hancock has been the prohibitive favorite in, in, in Division Three. I think mm-hmm. that's safe to say. So it's going to be a tough matchup for Big Rapids. But, you know, they, they found a way to knock off a pretty darn good Sioux team in overtime. Uh, and when you have the goalie, uh, things things can go uh, your way. There's no doubt about it. I just think too much out of Hancock. I, I've been consistent. I think they're the best team in Division Three all year. Yeah, I, I think Hancock's the best team in Division Three. I think they're one of the top three, four teams in the whole state. And yeah. and that Hancock, I'm gonna stay with. That's my 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 pick to win Division Three. An interesting quarterfinal on Wednesday night at Yost at eight o'clock. Riverview Gabriel Richard, Staz's sleeper, my sleeper, going up against Chelsea. It's going to be a darn good game. You know, you talk about you talk about uh, low scoring games. Look at that yeah. one. This this game screams one nothing two two one two nothing to and me. And Rashard really beat Woodhaven one nothing in one the regional. Nothing. Final. Yep, that's what th- this game screams that to me. But this is another flip of the coin game. You know, it really is. I think we see Chelsea in the finals, uh, semifinals this year. I think this is Don's year to get there. Um, but yeah, that that's a very interesting matchup right there. I have Chelsea. You have uh, Chelsea, Chelsea as yep. well. Yep. It was a funny story. On Saturday, I stopped and watched the Rashard-Woodhaven game, and one of the assistant coaches came up to me and said, we're going to prove you wrong. He literally <laughs> looked at me. So, Sean, I know we're good friends. Prove us wrong. Good That's- luck, man. Our last quarterfinal in Division Three: Livonia-Churchill against Liggett. They're going to play this game at the Farmington Ice Arena. This is an, an intriguing matchup because Livonia-Churchill, for everything they have gone through this year, with Jordan Venegoni uh, leaving the team, injuries, they're a 500 team. Here they are. Well, you know what's interesting? I, I was talking about this earlier. I was banging the drum for two guys last year to win Coach of the Year. I thought that Jason Reynolds deserved it in Division Two, and I thought some guy named Clint Robert deserved it in Division One. Um, you, you know what? You give a late push to Jason Reynolds and the Chargers mm-hmm. because you know they went through a lot of adversity. They had a lot of injury, and they have found their way back to this spot. It's a great story. Uh, Coach, I don't know if you remember, but you and I talked about one of their players, uh, number seven, Zach Benedetti. And, and this, is, this is a young kid. What team wouldn't want an, an energy guy like that? Johnny had the hat trick the other day, including in overtime. This is a young man that you liked his game as a sophomore, and he's gone like this now in his junior year, leading the way for the Chargers. Oh, tons of energy. Uh, I think any coach in the state would take him on their team. And you're right. You look at the job Jason's done with the adversity that they've faced, really since since Christmas and some of the injuries. Uh, you know, being an old Churchill grad too. You know, <laughs> I wouldn't hate seeing them making it to the Final Four. Um, you know, but Liggett's a heck of a team, and and obviously have had a great run here. I think that's going to be a very intriguing uh, matchup, and and that being at Farmington Ice Arena, I think that might be one that I may make it out to uh, myself. You know, I, I might I might see there. You know, it's interesting talking to some people with Liggett, and you know, somebody reached out to me and gave me some information. You know, uh, Dylan Paulsels, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. leading the way yeah. as their captain. Grant Lindsay, I know we featured them before uh, yeah. on State Champs. Another plug. Yeah. Uh, Grant Lindsay <laughs> is another one of those goaltenders that you know, if you haven't heard of the name, I, I think. You're going to hear the name, and you're going to continue to hear of the name as well. So this is going to be a fantastic matchup in Division Three. Yep, and I I have Liggett because I picked Liggett to go to the state finals. But interesting note, I just noticed this now. You have a KLAA team in each of one of these divisions. Yeah, that didn't go unnoticed by me. I definitely <laughs> noticed that. I had to throw I'm, that. I'm, out I'm not even going to try to hide my bias. Obviously, <laughs> I'd love to see uh, the KLA sweep this year, uh, and, and, and we're going for it. <laughs> I had to throw that out yeah, there, quick. That's you awesome. know. <laughs> 
That's awesome. All right, in Division One, Saginaw Heritage, uh, another sleeper. They're going to go up against Dakota, six o'clock up in Flint on Wednesday night. You know, Heritage. We, you know, they were in three. They're in two. They're in Division One now. They're in one this year. Good game. Speaking of coaches of the year, I, I JJ Bamberger I think deserves a, a heck of a lot of credit. You know, they they've done a great job to get this far. Um, you know, for for a lot of people, you know, they they've been uh, on the map. And I remember when we did the picks with Staz, I was like, well, can we even consider him a sleeper because they've been so good? But I I, I get the point. I, I like Heritage in this game, though. I, 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 I like too. Heritage in this game. Up at Ferris State, we got Traverse City West against Holland West Ottawa. Can West Ottawa? Ride that momentum after that regional final win. That's a, that's another I- intriguing game. You know, there's some darn good hockey going up there. I think everybody, you know, likes to make that trip up Traverse City, you know, uh, Traverse City Central, Traverse City West. Th- this is an intriguing one to me. I- I'll tell you what, I-, I-, I wish I could make my way to Bulldog Country because that would be one that I'd like to watch, Clint. I, I- You know, it- this is a shrug the shoulders one. Like, okay, yeah. well, I don't know how this one's going to go. I'm going to point blank. I don't know. Yeah, agreed. Um we we haven't played West Ottawa. We play Traverse City every year. We do make that trip yep. up Traverse City West, and 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 every year I feel like they're one of the most physical teams. Uh, again, they they do the little things. They get to the net, um, you know. But but for both Traverse City West West Ottawa to be there, I think just a cool story, and and it's, it's exciting to see uh, that one of those teams will be at USA Arena. And out in the Lansing area, we got Brighton against Lowell Caledonia, the combined squad. Brighton, I, it's going to be too much for Lowell. Well, you know, here, here's another thing. I, I brought this. The OK Conference is known for its football prowess. Yeah. Maybe people should start talking about their hockey prowess because their Tier 2 teams really made a statement this year. So props to them. Mm-hmm. I, I'm with you. I mean, Brighton is, is one of the best teams year in, year out. A little too much Bulldogs there. Yeah, yep. Brighton. And in our last quarterfinal, we got Detroit Catholic Central against Cranbrook. I was talking to Clint before we went on. I feel like this is the game that CC needed before the potential of Brighton. If they needed, if it was going to be another coast game, I don't think they'd be ready. But I think this will be a tough test to help them prepare for Brighton. Cranbrook has played their best hockey all season. I think it's safe to say in, in the past few weeks, and you know, it built it to a crescendo. Ended up knocking off uh, UAD in, in overtime. I was at the game back in January where they hung tight with them. CC pulled away late. Mm-hmm. I think the score was a little deceiving, though. I think it was six to three, if I remember. The final score was a little deceiving. Cranbrook's playing their best hockey, but I, I, I have to continue to say this, John, and I'm sorry to Coach Cal. Um, this CC team is the best high school team I have seen. I mean, really, they they are that deep. They are that good. And you guys played CC last Monday. What was your thoughts of that? I know it was not the 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 result that you wanted, but your thoughts on seeing CC up close this year? So we talked before uh, before the broadcast here, and 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 in my history, we played them nine times, and this was definitely the best. Catholic Central team that I've seen in, in that time. So, so that's going back, you know, twelve years or so. This is the best CC team. Uh, they're just so fast in the way they move the puck and they come at you at waves. Um, but had said that, when you look at Cranbrook, it's it's. I always hesitate to uh, to to kind of make a, you know a team coached by Andy as yeah. you know as as the underdog. I think this is going to be a great game. It's two MIHL teams. Um, like you mentioned, it was six to three last time they played. I, you know, I, I think probably CC just has a little bit too much, but I think this is going to be an extremely close game. I mean, Cranbrook is just you know unbelievably coached and and. Uh, In your time against CC, you guys beat them one time. It was two thousand eight. Just talk about that that game, that environment. Was that ten really years ten ago? years ago? That was that. That's amazing. That was, was that really ten years ago? It's unbelievable. I, I think about just uh, I had zero kids 
then now I have four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, that was ten years ago. Um, I'll never forget. Uh, we we tied the game with about thirty seconds yep. to go. Uh, Ross Real had um, had taken a puck where no one, no man wants to take a puck. Maybe yep. a, a minute before that, and he was laying behind the bench when we scored. And I turned around. I said, Ross, we just tied. He goes, Yeah, I can hear. And uh, he actually scored the game winner in overtime. Uh, what an unbelievable atmosphere that rink. Um, it's something that when you see those guys now, that's the first thing they, they bring up. And I and I uh, and I and I go back to even the next year, oh nine. Uh, yeah. I thought the atmosphere of that game because it was the rematch yeah. was was unreal. And and I joke with you, Jonathan. You yeah. put the highlights of that game up, and and we lost that game one nothing. And, and I think going into that game, we were one and two in the state, and that was the second round of the playoffs. And that's the first time I had seen the highlights from yeah. that game. I, yeah. I didn't really want to watch those. And um, but just seeing the crowd again and the atmosphere. And, and, and again, if anyone is listening out there, seating, I just think about those two games being played at CompuWare as opposed to the first round or second round at Nova Ice Arena. Um, not just for our team, not just for Catholic Central, but for, for high school hockey in general um, would, would be amazing. With this, uh, talking about the seating, I know we have, we have talked in lengths about this. But this would have been a perfect scenario on some of these teams that are left. Like they can do a reseeding so that it can be CC and Brighton in the state championship game. It's probably going to work out. It's still going to work out soon. It could be Stevenson and Hartland in the finals. We'll see how it all plays out. But would this be the perfect way to do it if, it, if it's going to happen? Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, – you know, you got to take baby steps. I think we need to do three weeks. I think that's the first thing for you know for travel purposes, and we are uh, dealing with scholar athletes, so we got to make sure that we're not taking them out of school. Um, you know, maybe we start with seeding the regions and then and move on from that. I know you got the regions. You know, there should be maybe eight teams. Not always eight teams in a region, but but if you looked at the way the brackets were this year, and you kind of looked at the each two regions that funneled into the final four geographically i don't see any reason you couldn't have gone one through 16 at the very yep. minimum yeah. uh there and I, I i honestly don't think that that would have been difficult at all to, at all to do um you know the question is how do you see where do you get that seating from i you know maybe just um you look at my hockey rankings and maybe you do it early in 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 february or late in january so you have some time to kind of make sure you have those matchups and ranks but uh, just for the sport, I think I think that's what you've got to do. I think it, just to piggyback yeah. on what he said, I, I at the very least, how about even a reseed when you get to this point in time of the yeah. year or yeah. at USA? Right. Yeah. Why, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because all the arguments go out the window when they're all in the same building. Yeah. When everybody's at USA Arena, that's what they do in wrestling. It, they're all in the same building for the top eight. Yeah. So yeah. guess what? There's no reason not to reseed. There, there's no reason. I, I agree with what you're saying. I would use state champs rankings, but uh, no, I mean, all jokes aside, yeah, all yeah, jokes yeah. aside yeah, why not? Right. Why, why not have one versus four? And and you know this, Clint, uh, you know, we saw a bunch of scouts uh, out at the game that we were all at against Plymouth. Scouts come to those games, oh, yeah. man. And, and that's, the, you know, so then you at least tell people, all right, this is our one, this is our four, this is our two, mm-hmm. this is our three. Everybody wins yes. because you're still there. You're not taking away from right. anybody. You're not trying to minimize or maximize what somebody did. They earned their way through their bracket. Let let there be no mistake about it. But what's the harm in reseeding them? You I, could almost even do that at the quarterfinal level if you had sure. rinks where these quarterfinals are designated this rink this weekend, and then the following weekend your your final four. Uh, it's hundred percent the right thing to do. Well, good luck to all the teams in the quarterfinals. Mm-hmm. This was our special quarterfinal preview on the State Chance Power Play podcast. Sean and I are going to be back on the mic Thursday morning 
to do a semi-final preview. Sean, you want to do it? Yeah, looking <laughs> forward to it. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, he had that look like. No, no, no. <laughs> you know what? It, it, it Thursday is is a day that I'm just going as a quote unquote fan and a member of the media. I have to work Friday and Saturday because I'm doing the D1 and D3 broadcast. But anytime you want to do it, man, are you kidding? Yeah, me? we're gonna preview the semifinals. We're gonna do this early Thursday morning. We'll tape it and then we'll put it out before the games on Thursday. So awesome. I'm Jonathan Kidd along with Sean Legion. Thank you very much, Quint Robert, awesome. for uh, Thank you. showing up Thank on you. the podcast yep. and your thoughts. You know, just thanks again. Thank you.